It's where very prosperous, right? And after all, folks that we watch on YouTube are driving, I mean, very good luxury cars and the like, and wearing funny, good wristwatches, all of that. So there's that mindset when we come into trading that um, the trade should just start giving out the money now, 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 start giving out the money, forgetting that there's a phase called the learning phase. And most people, that are also in this space, um, I, I would not exclude myself because that was some of the challenge I, I went through until I had to sit down and resolve with myself to understand that my trading psychology was completely wrong, right? And even after we have learned how to, the trade, what's it called, technical analysis and fundamental analysis, we start making some good profit as it were, um, here and there, making some small catch. One thing that now starts coming into our head or into our mind is um, the next thing is that we blow our account, right? We blow our account because um, our psychology, our trading psychology is still wrong. Now, let me say this very clearly. There's no way we can, there's no jumping um, the, the steps when it comes into trading psychology. It's something that is developed over time. It's just like saying that... Um, I want to body build. I want to start building my body. Uh, going to the gym, and I now start imagining that um, I I should just wake up one morning and all my biceps, all my you know everything is as should be, right? Six packs and all of that. And I go to bed and wake up and then expecting to have those six packs, those biceps and all of that. No, it doesn't work that way. For it to work, it means I would need to go to the gym. And when I go to the gym, there are steps and process I will go through. And one of the things that will make me continue at the gym is when I resist that, um, that instinct, not instinct now, I should call it, but that um, character, that behavior that tells me that, hey, guy, uh, you have hit your limit, go back, right? But the moment I start going to the gym the first day, the second day, one week, even while having those pains in my in my back, at my, my back, legs, everything, I still keep going at the gym. First week, second week, third week, and even when I feel like quitting the gym, I still continue going. After a while, what happens is that I will start seeing those changes. Now, those changes will not happen all of a sudden, right? Obviously, some, somehow, maybe in the first 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 two weeks, I may not see anything um, very tangible. Uh, maybe even in the first one month, I may not even see anything very tangible. But as I continue at, as in going to the gym and doing what the instructor tells me to do, I begin to develop those, um, what's it called, body patterns or structure or system or process or those things I would want to see in my body that made me start going to the gym in the first place. So is with trading psychology. Now, with trading psychology, you need to develop these things consciously, consciously, right? Now, in our minds, we, we, we have um, two systems that actually controls our behavior, right? We have two systems that control our behavior and one is conscious, one is automatic, right? Which is the subconscious. 
And now the truth about it is that most of the reasons we fail to win at trade at trading or most of the reasons we 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 have the wrong mindset about trading not because you are not thinking right but because most of the things or most of the system or pattern that control what happens to you they are automatic right now let, let me use this for instance i jump into a trade and i have a, a, a risk of let's say um three percent and then the moment i jump into the trade um, after doing my as it were, um, analysis of what the trade should look like, what I'm expecting, and then I jump into the trade. The market is one funny place that it will always test everything about you. Now, the market is unforgiving in the sense that it, it follows certain principles and certain, uh, what's it called, um, systems, right? Which means if you prepare yourself for the market, you will win at what you're doing in the market. If you don't prepare yourself for the market, you will not win what is in the market. And another thing also is that um, you don't force the market to do what you want the market to do. The market does what it wants to do, right? Um, sometimes folks say, yes, um, what's it called? Um, if you have folks that can manipulate the market, even market manipulators, most times they get trapped at certain points in trading. Okay, so, but that's by the way, what I'm trying to say in essence is this. Trading psychology is something that we build consciously, but most of the things, most of our patterns are unconscious behavior. So let's say, like I was saying, I jump into the trade and my percentage risk stop is 3%. And the market dipped into the first 1% and I'm still there and then dip into one and a half of the 3%, and then all of a sudden, I jump out quickly. Now, that doesn't mean that um, one does not need to follow systems and your, your system, right? But I'm just trying to say about market psychology. Now, what happens is that the moment I jump out, the trade decides to go back. So when we come into trading, in our learning phase, we're supposed to learn the process. But most times, we miss learning the process because we are not thinking of the learning. We are thinking of profit. So we start our learning phase with learning how to, what's it called, trying to make money by all means when the learning phase is supposed to be to learn the ropes, to learn the psychology, to learn the system and all of that. And the truth about it is that the, mo the moment money is involved, right, the moment money is involved in anything, what happens is that if you, your, what's it called, you're on your automatic system or patterns or your subconscious is not developed to the point where you, you are actually conscious with, as in at every point or, or actions you take or motions you make or decisions you take, your subconscious or the automatic starts rolling out. Okay? So you jump into the market, you're afraid of everything. You jump into the market, you, you jump in, you jump out because you think somebody is coming to take out your stuff and all of that. And because of that, what happens is that instead of building your trading psychology, you are eroding the complete system of thought and pattern that even which your which your, your conscious mind has already is eroded with the process with which you are already learning the market or trading the market. So this is one of the reasons why you see some folks 10 years or rather 7 years into trading, 5 years into trading, 
they are still struggling. Right now, yes, we, are, we understand that time and chance happens to all of these things. But the thing is, when you start with the right trading psychology in terms of building your psychology, you begin to understand that, one, trading on its own is the simplest and easiest thing to do. The difficult part is the psychological part. The difficult part is the mental part. The difficult part is that part where you would need to convert um, what's it called, your automatic actions or your automatic or subconscious mind into being conscious of everything it does while you sit in front of your system, right? And the first point at that or learning or developing um, what's it called, the right trading psychology starts with being responsible. That's the first part of what's it called, how to develop or create a healthy trading psychology. One, you need to be responsible. Now, when I mean responsible, I mean responsible in every aspect of trading, right? Um, I don't know about you. Maybe you, you didn't go through this process when you started. Uh, but for me, um, you know those days when you, you jump in on a call because somebody told you to jump in on the call and then you lose money. And the first point of call is that you blame whomever the person is that gave you the call. Even if you don't say to the person, say, look at the rubbish this person did. And you can imagine later he starts, he will be telling people that I, I am the best in this space. And he gave me a call and I, I lose the trade. I am already out by so, so, so percentage. But the truth about it is this. Actually, we Africans, we, I don't know about how your parents brought some of us, I mean, some of us in here, right? But most of us, we were taught to be irresponsible unconsciously by our parents. Right. I, I have been watching children grow and I've watched people. I, I mean, I like li reading people. I love um, learning from what the environment gives. Right. You see a little baby learning to walk and then maybe the baby falls and the parent will say, is it the ground that did this to you? They go there and beat the ground and tell the baby it is the fault of the ground or the floor that made them fall. Now, whether the baby is, whether the baby understands what the parent is saying, but by that action of the parent hitting the floor, they have subconsciously told the baby or that child that the floor is responsible for it falling. Right? And what that means is that they have taught that baby subconsciously in his psychological system that I am supposed to blame something when something doesn't or is not going right. And then as the baby grows up to a starting point and then the baby starts crying, right? Uh, they say, is, is, is it your uncle that is beating you? African parents, I mean, I don't know about you, right? Whether the grandparents or whatever, is it this person? They will go tap the person. Now, what they're doing to that child is subconsciously, they're teaching the child that it is, it is okay to be irresponsible without them knowing what they are doing. But for example, let's say the baby actually falls to the ground and they go pick up the baby and tell the baby that um, walk straight, right? Yeah, try again, do it like this and not put blame on the floor or blame on 
what's it called? Some other person when the baby is crying or um, putting blame at anything or to, I mean, putting blame to anything or at anything because of the baby for whatever reason. Now, what happens is that the baby begins to learn how to be conscious of things. So as a trader, your first place or your first point of developing a healthy trading psychology is taking responsibility for everything. When I mean everything, I mean everything. If, for example, somebody gives you a call and you missed the call or you took the trade and you, you lose the trade, whether at a stop or you were indisciplined and you didn't put a stop or you didn't have an invalidation point and you lose much money, the thing you must tell yourself is, I am responsible for this mess, right? I'm responsible for this mess. And as good traders, one of the things you do is that you have your journal. So you write down, oh, today, um, the, the 4th of October, this happened to me because I was actually irresponsible. I took a trade and instead of me to do this, instead of me to do that, I didn't do it. And I take full responsibility for that um, action. And because of that, I had a loss of so-so-and-so. Now, when you do this over time, what happens to you is that in your subconscious, which is an automatic action, you have actually removed that place of being irresponsible. I don't know how best to put it, but let me say like this. If the automatic um, subconscious part of our system is, um, has numbers of 1 to 10, right, and the first part of it is um, being irresponsible or, yeah, you just do things out of, I mean, just anyhow by default, right? And by the time you start taking responsibilities, responsibility for actions, you, by, by doing that, you have removed a part of that subconscious part, which is automatic, which happens even when you're not thinking, right? You have just removed it, okay? Now, let me use fear to talk about that so that we can also understand that. Now, let's say um, you're always afraid of something, right? You're afraid of this, you're afraid of that, you're afraid of this, you're afraid of that. But you, you got to understand something that removed that fear completely from you. So if we have um, 10 out of that subconscious part and you have removed one which has to do with being responsible and you became very responsible at what you do, at everything, and then you took out that, and you took out that one of fear that when things happen, you don't get, you don't take actions out of fear, right? Your subconscious, you don't do things automatic out of fear. So when you remove those two, it will remain eight. So that's what I'm trying to say. So that's what trading psychology is like. So it's something that you consciously build, right? So as a trader, when you become responsible for everything you do, how you sit down to trade, um, your, how you, you, you kick away distractions, how you kick away things that will make you not to be profitable, when you begin to do that, in your, in your trading psychology, you have just started a whole entire, entire new way of, of growth. Okay, you have just started an, an entire system of growth just by being responsible. You have you have you have destroyed. Uh, will I call it destroyed now? Rather, you have given life to like sixty-five percent of the entire system. Okay, 
just by being responsible, just by being responsible, you have given life to the to like 65% of the entire system. If the entire system is 100, 100%, just by being responsible, just by taking responsibility, you have given life to 65% of your entire system. Okay, which means um, it also goes down to how you respond to losses, right? Um, I've seen folks that, um, I've heard about folks that kill themselves because of a loss. It has to do with the trading psychology. You know, most times people think, uh, okay, the, the other time I attended uh, what was called a, a Twitter space and they were talking about um, whether capital affects trading psychology and all of that. I'll get to that. But the thing is, it has to do with your trading psychology. When your trading psychology is wrong. Now, trading psychology is not just trading psychology. It's about your mental wholeness, your mental capacity, your mental strength. And can I tell you guys, if you are a trader and you have been in this space for a long time, you can attest to yourself or to people that um, you were not as mentally strong like four years ago or three years ago as you are now. Okay? The reason for that is because um, the game of trading has built your, your strength in, in, in this game because if you are not strong uh, mentally, you can't be a trader. So being responsible alone can do a whole lot, right? So if you're new into trading, you must learn to be responsible. Take, take, take actions, take actions and hold yourself accountable for those actions that you took or that you're taking, okay? So if it goes wrong, tell yourself that it went wrong because it is you, okay? Tell yourself that it went wrong because you didn't do what you're supposed to do. Tell yourself that it went wrong, not because somebody gave you this or somebody said this or somebody said that, but it is because you were irresponsible or you were being indisciplined or you were actually indisciplined at what you were doing and you didn't do what you were supposed to do, right? And can I tell you guys, when it comes to trading, um, there's, no, um, there's no way, there's no butter icing, right, or cake icing. I don't know how bad they used to put it in English, right? There's no sugar coating. Yeah, I think that's the best word. You know, most times um, folks want to hear somebody that will tell them how sweet it is. Um, you can just come in and this is what will happen. This is how it will happen. This is how it, we do it, right? Yes, it happens that way. But when it comes to trading psychology, it's actually the hard knots, or is it what they call it now? Um, it's that point where if you don't get it right, you will struggle continuously as a trader, right? You will struggle continuously. And it has everything to do with trading, okay? Um, whether it is fear, whether it is um, um, how you respond to losses. I, I could remember a certain time I, I entered a trade. And that was one of the funny moments of my life. Actually, my learning phase, like I told us, most times in our learning phase, we're thinking of profit, 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 when we're supposed to learn the process. So I came into the learning phase with some few thousands. And I jumped in on board the trading. And actually, it was $10,000. And I jumped in. In 30 minutes, <laughs> I actually, <laughs> oh God, in 30 minutes, I was left with 60, or rather with $6,000. And that night, I couldn't actually sleep. I was just thinking of how to get back that extra that, that four, the four thousand that I lost 
I was doing all I could do to get it. And I missed it. And in doing that, I bumped it again down to $2,000. And in doing more, I had to withdraw less than $800. Why? It is trading psychology. My trading psychology was completely wrong. And the thing about the human being is that uh, there are, you, can, you can't actually take, um, I don't know how best to put it, but as, as humans, um, our system, the way it runs is that we, we, are not, we are not, we are always not in a good frame to make decisions when we are, one, depressed. We are not always in a good shape to make good decisions when we are depressed, when we are troubled, when, um, when we are under unnecessary pressure. So the reason for that is because our subconscious mind, our automatic pattern or automatic system begin to run out those things that um, normally it should do by default. So this is why as a trader, you must learn to read. You must learn to be in a community of healthy traders. You must learn to understand the fact that trading is beyond just the chart. Trading is beyond just um, what's called the fundamental analysis. But that trading in entirety, the totality of trading, it is has everything to do with your trading psychology. When your trading psychology is completely right and correct, you will begin to understand that those patterns of candles that you were not seeing before, you now see them. I don't know if you are in here and um, it came a, part, a certain time in your life, something just happened, right? And it was like, like they used to say, that aha moment where um, everything became clear to you that this is how to enter the trade, this is how to do this, this is how to do that, this is how to do this, and this is how to do those process. And as you're doing them, you are making money, right? And you actually thought, or for you it was like, okay, um, um, what happened was um, I got a system that actually worked for me, and all of a sudden everything changed. No, it wasn't that. What actually changed first was the way you were thinking. The way you think was what changed first. The way you pursued the trade was what changed. Many years ago, when I want to enter trade, I was this type, I actually, I'm actually a full, I mean, day trader. So I, I trade lower time frame, the five minutes, three minutes, one minute. And I was always trying to pursue trades, right? I was always trying to pursue the trade, you know, uh, when the candle moves like this, when it does like this, I just want to jump in, I want to do this, I want to do that. And then something changed. All of a sudden, I was actually losing money and I was also making money, but I was losing most of it all. But something actually just changed. And it dawned on me that why, why all this rush of always trying to hit it? Are you a what's it called, trading bot? Because that was how I was trading. Right, I, in a day I would go in for like 23 or more trades. So I had to sit down. But that was a turning point. What actually happened to me? What happened was I got to understand that I needed to be patient. 
now. We're talking about trading psychology. I needed to be patient with the market and I needed to be patient with myself. The moment that dawned on me, what I started doing is I would set the trade and just go about my business and come back maybe two hours later, the trade is not, has not executed. Three hours later, it has not executed. And then maybe while I'm at, in bed sleeping, the thing will execute either in profit or in loss, at a loss, which my stop is always there. But I got to realize that, one, it reduced the strain. It reduced the pressure. It reduced the uncertainty. Okay? And it also reduced the depression of always trying to jump into the market and thinking that um, the market is owing me a lot. And if the market does not give it to me, I must condition and force the market to do it. So what happened was, the moment I got to understand that patience was what I needed, it changed a particular phase of my entire trading system and it's trading psychology, patience, okay? And now I had to learn how to be patient with myself. I also had to learn how to be patient with the market. I also had to learn how to be patient and also learn how to forgive myself. Because the truth about this market is that you will be wrong many, many times, okay? And even after you've told yourself that you will not be wrong, you still will get at the point or you get to that point where you, you'll be wrong, right? So I had to learn how to forgive myself. I had to learn how to forgive as it were, <laughs> my environment. Then I also had to learn to be patient with myself at learning. I also had to be patient with the market to form to the setup that I already have. And when that happened, everything changed. Now, why am I saying this, guys? Those things you used to think that somebody was pursuing you in your village, somebody is doing this to you, it was your trading psychology that was pursuing you. It was your wrong trading psychology that was haunting you. And that's the truth. Now, why am I saying this? When you enter a trade and out of fear you do this, you do that, because there is a lot of fear in you. Your subconscious, which is the automatic, begins to play out. You begin to take out wrong decisions. You begin to just jump out of the trade, jump in, jump out, jump in, jump out, without even thinking of a setup. Right? Without even thinking of a setup. So, trading psychology, guys, after you have gone out to learn um, trading um, technical analysis. Sometimes I tell people that it's very funny though, but sometimes it can be true. That you can learn chatting, I mean, how to chat, even in six days. <laughs> you can learn it. But the main deal is in the psychology. How do you build this psychology? Number one, you take responsibility. That's the number one point. Take responsibility. Number two point, be patient, okay? It's something that we develop, right? You know, most times people think that um, being a good trader is an automatic thing. No, it's not. It's no automatic ticket, okay? Yeah, some people are lucky to, um, as it were, 
to just jump into trade for the first time and become profitable pro profitable over time because not because they were lucky as it were, but they jump into trading because they have a complete wholeness of mind. A complete wholeness of mind. Now, the fact that you have a complete wholeness of mind doesn't mean that you also have a complete good trading psychology or trading a better trading psychology to come into trading. No, that does, that's not what it means. But because they actually whole, when they come into the market, they come with that wholeness. And that's why, if I must say this, guys, if you are a needy person, if you are needy, it will be difficult to learn how to trade very well. Now, when I mean needy, I mean um, you actually came into trading from the standpoint that I must trade to eat. I must trade to do this. I must trade to do that. So when that is the mindset, it will be very difficult to develop a good trading psychology. Why? You're actually needy. You need things. You need money for this. You need money for that. You need money for what you need and all of that. And because of that, it makes you, when you enter trade, you, you are um, scared by default because even the money that you want to trade with, they are money that you need for something. Okay? And then also, another thing also is that um, when you now lose the money, it erodes the process of thinking um, where you now start blaming yourself. If, you, if I had known, I would have removed this money self and do this thing instead of even entering the trade. And those thoughts, and I tell you guys, those thoughts, what they do to your trading psychology is that if you, had, um, if you were already at five in your scale, you had, by, that, by doing so already, you had dropped to, you would have dropped to maybe two or one. Why? You just killed the process you're building. So most times, uh, the best thing, most, most times when I tell folks, uh, you know, people most times don't want to, they don't want the nine to five. They just want to trade. They just want to come into trading. I, I have folks that say, oh, hey, Cube Zone, um, now I can trade. Now I can do this. Can I leave my nine to five? I said, no. And it's like, what do you mean by no? I said, yes, no. Because number one is that, in as much as we don't like the nine to five for some of us, that nine to five gives you, as it were, even if it is not true, a security that at the end of the month, you will get that certain percentage or that certain amount they pay you every month, which, whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, is by ways of, in any way, what it does to you is that you know that every month it comes in. So when the money comes in like that every month, you are not in any pressure or you're not under pressure, as it were, to take trades by, or rather to force trades. So that's why I said that when you are very needy, it is difficult to develop a good trading psychology and also it's difficult to develop being a profitable trader. Now, that doesn't mean that people that have been needy have not been able to um, grow into their trading system. No, that's not what I'm trying to say, but it's what it is. So um, if you don't get, if you don't have a job and you are here, you are a newbie or 
you are not even a newbie and you are trading and maybe you have had some crazy losses and you need to come back and you don't have money, you don't have something that could can be bringing in money monthly, try and get a job is not a sin, is not wrong in this time and age. Get a good job, whether it is good or bad, as long as it brings something in. What it does to you is that when you sit in front of your system to trade, you are not thinking of any bill to pay with that money. Okay? So that's why I said trading psychology has to do with our wholeness, our complete wholeness, our state of mind. Uh, what's it called? Uh, um, as it were, uh, our complete state of mind, our wholeness, our being, being complete in every state. Okay? And when that happens to you, uh, you now start seeing yourself being profitable. And you say, ah, but I've been doing support and resistance for the past how many months. I've not been profitable. So what happened? Um, I've been doing, um, as it were, smart money, trading supply and demand or other block, as it were, um, um, imbalances and all of that. And I've, done, I've been losing trade. But what just happened? But something happened. What happened? In the process of time, as you are trading all of those trades that you're taking. Now, let me tell you guys, even if you are not trading and you're new here or whether you're new here or something, but you want to be a full-time trader or you want to actually trade for for a living, this is one thing you must learn to do. Even if it is five minutes every day, whether you are trading or not, just look at the charts. If you are new, this will help you, especially if you are new. Even if it is five minutes every day, look at the charts. You're not looking at the chart because you want to take the trade, but this is what it does for you or to you. The more you look at the, the chart, you begin to build patterns in your subconscious mind. There's a system, what's it called? Um, um, medical science actually did this, that when um, that they actually did a, a what's it called? Um, they did a test, is it a test or they actually carried out something. And they realized that um, they made folks to learn how to dunk um, basketball in their subconscious mind, as if they are not doing it in real time, right? But they just sit down watching how it is done on screen. Over, over and over and over and over, they just sit down watching it, sit down. They just sat down there watching it over and over and over and then processing their thoughts about how they can throw those balls. Now, they've not done it in real time, but as they were building that subconscious mind, that part of the automatic that wouldn't have been able to do it naturally, by sitting down, they developed a conscious system or a conscious part of the, I mean, they developed in their subconscious a conscious part. Even though they've not done that in their life before, after a process, after the process or after the time that they've done that um, experiment and all of that, they brought those guys that have not thrown ball physically, right? And they realized that they were able to catch up very quick, very, very fast than those that have never done it before. And they just come in and just start learning how to do the basketball or throw the basketball or to play basketball. Now, what happens is this. When you sit in front of your system or your phone, you hold your phone, you check charts, you just look at charts, you look at charts, you reduce your learning curve 
So if your, your learning process is supposed to be two years, you drop it by, by maybe six months. You drop it by maybe one year. You drop it by maybe one and a half years. If it was supposed to be maybe five years, you drop it by one year or one and a half year or something. Okay? Now, it's a subconscious thing. So learn to look at the charts every day. If you are new here, if you are you're already a big G or you've been in the space for a long time, maybe. But if you are new, just learn how to do that. Okay? And then another thing also, again, that can help develop your trading psychology is having a system. A trading system, right? Um, this uh, part is one um, part of it that has been, uh, people just don't understand when they say, oh, guy, have a trading system. Oh, have a trading system. People just feel like, oh, what is it to have a trading system? It's not just to look at the chart, when the green is like this, when is that? Oh, I'm a discretionary trader, all of that. But it works, right? But the thing is, when you have a trading system, what it does to you is that it puts you into a box, right? I, I know that many of us don't like being in a box, but um, when it comes to being disciplined, being disciplined is to confine yourself to some set of rules. Being disciplined means to confine yourself into a box in a way and close yourself into that box of discipline that if it's out of the box, if there's anything that you need to do that's out of the box, which means out of being disciplined, you don't want to do it. You just keep yourself locked up in there. Okay? And that's one thing trading is about. Um, I tell folks, if you have a trading system, uh, listen to these guys, uh, for those, especially for those of us that are new. If you have a trading system, you have also reduced, reduced your, what's it called, your learning curve by half. Just by having a trading system. Why? Trading system helps you to develop your trading psychology faster than you can imagine. Now, let's say I have a system that um, has um, three system I mean, patterns that I must follow or three um, instructions or nugget or whatever or whatever. Uh, rules, rather, I think that's the best word. That has two rules I must follow when I'm, should I need to trade. And when the first rule is filled or um, has been met, I would need to wait for the second rule to be to be met before I jump into the trade. But if I decide because the first rule has been met, I jump into that trade, what I have actually done is that I actually jump into that into that trade, not I mean jump in the trade or jump taking the trade without following my system. And guys, listen, when you don't follow your system, you erode your trading psychology. I'm just very sincere here. Now, there will be a time where you start doing some things out of discretion or um, out of um, intuition or out of what you already know based on the fact that you have been in the market for a long time. Okay? But when you are new in the game, and even when you're not new, you are old in the game, following your system alone will save you the stress that has killed a lot of traders, okay? So let's say, for example, um, I say, okay, um, I'm going to take this trade. Um, the moment um, um, rule one, rule two, rule three has been met. Rule one, met, I say, okay, I take it, I wait. 
Now, in waiting, I'm learning discipline. In waiting, I'm learning patience. In waiting, I'm learning how to be responsible to follow my system and to follow that which I've laid out for myself. Rule two, met. And then rule three, met and checked. And I, I execute the trade. Now, when I lose that trade, because I had to follow my three rule system or rules, I wouldn't feel bad. I wouldn't feel that as in, I wouldn't feel that bad as when I took the trade after it has met one and two without fulfilling three and I took the trade and I miss out and I lose the trade. Now, what it will do to you is this. You would, whether consciously or unconsciously, you start telling yourself, if I knew now, I would have just waited. If I knew now, I would have just stayed out. If I knew now, I would have waited for it to play out. Now, the moment your mind starts saying those things, what happens to you or what begins to happen to you is this. If your confidence or your psychology, <laughs> psychological scale was to be at eight, you will drop to five. Why? You have just broken a principle. You have just broken something. And then you start telling yourself, if I knew I would have seen I've lost this money. See what has happened now. I would have obeyed. I would have listened. I would have done that. In all of those arguments, your mind, your mind is swayed here and there, which is not good for traders. Okay? Don't mind this whole long talk. The truth about trading is that it is it's a process. It's a process. It's a routine. Um, I, I remember those days, um, those, especially some of you guys doing nine to five, you complain that I don't like the fact, fact that I go to work every day. I wake up by this time, especially if you're in Lagos. I wake up um, by 4 a.m. or 3 something and I jump on this or I take the, the whatever, the car or wherever I drive out to, to, to work and then come back at a certain time. Now, what this does for you is that it builds a new discipline. Don't forget that, okay? So trading is also the same thing. Trading is a routine, okay? Which means if I have three rules to my trading, I'll have to follow those three rules every day I come to trade. Except when it's obvious and I need to follow another rule, I need to follow another system that I have, okay? So it's a routine. I wake up in the morning, whether at 6 a.m. or whatever time I decide to trade, I have to follow the system. I have to follow the pattern. I have to follow what I need to do. When you do this over time, you become good at what you're doing. When you become good at what you're doing, you actually have developed your trading psychology. Some of us that are trading now, that you're having series of losses, don't give up at, don't give up because of those losses you are having. You're actually building a system without you knowing. But let me tell you, if, especially if you're not um, journaling, try and start journaling, okay? Get a book and a paper, I mean, a pen and a paper or your iPad or um, a platform where you journal how or what happened to you. Because if you don't journal, if you don't keep record, you, don't, you will not know what you have improved on or what you need to improve on, okay? So that one will work for you a lot. And it will help your trading psychology. It will help everything about you in terms of trading. Like I said in the, in the early stage when I started, I said, we have the learning phase. We have the emotional phase. And we have the profit phase. Now, in your learning phase, learn the phase. Learn it. Learn the trading. Okay? That is not the phase where you jump in with um, $5,000.
That's not the phase where you jump in with $500. That's not the phase where learning now is in process. There are different stages to the learning phase, right? Yes, there's a stage where you get to, you need to use a, a what was it called, $500, $1,000 and the like. But if you're just new into trading, right? Use, uh, what's it called, $10 to learn. You are not thinking of what as in making profit now. Use $10 to learn. Learn it, learn it, and learn it over time. And then increase as you go in the process. As you make profit and build that $10, just keep increasing it little by little because you're in your learning phase. Now, when we get to the emotional phase, our emotional phase for you may be, um, what's it called, $10,000, where you are attached to the money, okay? Where, where, <laughs> where if should you have a loss of $100, it will, it will look as though they use scissors to cut um, a vein in your body, okay? Now, that's the emotional phase where you are attached to the money so much, okay? And in that phase, that's where we start learning how to, to understand that when it comes to trading, the first rule, or one of the rules, let me not say the first rule, one of the rules about it is that you don't think about the money. Now, that doesn't mean you don't regard the money. No. It means you don't think about the money. You think about percentage. Okay? You think about percentage. You think about the process, which you have learned in your process, in your learning, learning phase. So what you start doing is to apply those stuff you learned in your learning phase in that emotional phase. Now, let me say this. Let's say you want to jump on a trade. And let's say, for example, you have $10,000. And for whatever reason, somebody came to tell you that um, she or he has been doing um, 25X or 30 with $10,000. And you wanted to actually enter that particular trade. You wanted to enter a trade with that 10X or 25X or something. And you actually enter the trade with maybe <laughs> 20X. And... You, you took a loss, you, you got stopped out, okay? And maybe at 1%, you got stopped out at 1%. And now that 1% will be times 25%, which means you had a minus 25%. And as it's weird now, you know it's more than 25% because the exchange, whatever, market stop or stop market would have used market order to fill and whatever. And then after that particular trade, maybe you are out by maybe 200 and. $250, let's say, for example, you are out by $250 from your $10,000. And then you want to enter another trade. You that woke up very confident with the fact that, I mean, with that mindset, that I want to enter the trade, I want to win. By just losing that one trade, you're already out in your mind. You're already out. That's the emotional phase. You know what to do to enter the second trade, but you are scared of entering the second trade. Now, this is what you can do. When, when, you have, when you observe that you're already in your emotional phase, this is what you can do. The first thing to do is this. Um, if you're actually a futures trader, or if you are a sports trader, most of the majority of folks are always futures. I don't know though, uh, if, I'm, if I'm wrong. But one thing you can do is this. Reduce your leverage. So if you were the type that used to do 10x, drop it to 2x, okay? Drop it to 2x. 
Whenever you feel fear, whenever you feel fear of entering a trade, these are some of the things you can do. That's what I'm trying to share because it means you actually your emotional phase where you are attached to the money. Okay. And one of the most of the best traders in the world are those that have become or they have developed a mechanical way of trading. Okay. A mechanical way of trading is that if this, this happens, I enter. If this, this, this happens, I come out. They already have set rules. And that's what you're supposed to learn in your learning phase. And in your emotional phase, you apply those learning phase. And when you do that very well and improve and optimize and scale that, what you have learned in your learning phase, in your emotional phase, you can now jump into that place called the place of profit where you are now very good at what you do. So how do you do this? You reduce your, what's it called, your leverage, if you're actually on leverage. If you're not on leverage and you're doing spot and you have $10,000, instead of jumping into that trade with $10,000, do $500. Now, what you're trying to do is not because you are, okay, I'm scared. I want to go out of the market. No, you're trying to build your confidence level, okay? Because if your confidence is eroded or get eroded by that action you took in your first trade, it will destroy whatever it is for that day. And if you are the type that uh, you have not developed the mindset that you wake up every morning, that every morning is new, okay? Like I tell traders that, that if, 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 if you took a loss yesterday night and you come into trade today, live as though nothing happened yesterday, okay? It's a difficult place to be, but I can tell you if you learn this, it will it will sweet it will make your life sweet. Okay. Now this is one of the things that I learned early. If I took a loss yesterday, and let's say for example I have a thousand dollars, let's say for example I have a thousand dollars, and I took a loss of maybe whatever happened throughout yesterday, I <clears throat> I had a losing trade, I had losing trades, and then I had a loss of $100. When I'm entering today, this new day, as at last night, I would have added a $100 to the $1,000 and it would have become $1,000. Then when I wake up today, <laughs> being today, I will not work with the mindset as though I traded yesterday. Okay? One of the guys I follow, they said this, that um, if you had taken a loss, forget, forget it immediately if you if you if you actually had winning trades forget them immediately as in faster than even the losses you took okay because most times after you've taken or you've made series of trades and you won all of them one of the things that begin to happen to us is that in our mind we begin to tell ourselves we i mean our confidence level increase as in it doubles by as it, it i don't know how best to say it but it doubles right because winning actually puts you in a place where in, in your subconscious mind, that's why winning is good, okay? And that's why most times after taking losses, after a while, it's like you are dead, okay? So winning actually puts you in that place where your confidence level becomes something else. But if you must be consistent and very good at what you do, you must be a sober, you must learn to be sober, which means I took a loss yesterday. I will live as though yesterday never existed. And then if I had series of good wins yesterday, when I enter today, I will not be thinking that, oh, 
this was what I did, how beautiful I did them, and this was what I got, and I, you understand what I'm trying to say. So what I'm trying to say in essence is this. Reduce your, your leverage, reduce your position size, and take those trades. And when you win those trades, don't just jump back into your, your $10,000 and pump again into $10,000, no. Gradually build it up again. Gradually build it up again. What you are doing to your mind, what you are doing to your subconscious mind is this. I am in control. I am in charge. I know what to do. And the truth about this, uh, for those of you that are Christians, um, I don't know if you remember that place Jesus said something, um, that he was asking his disciples, how can we feed um, the, the crowd? The particular passage in the scripture said, because though for he himself knew what to do. Okay? Now, when you know what to do, it means you are at another level. Okay? And this is what happens to us. Whenever things or anything happen around us and we don't know what to do, we give power to our subconscious to begin to dish out things. But when we stand in that place of telling ourselves, even when we don't know what to do, I know what to do. I can figure it out. I can, I can make it. I can structure something that will work out. What begins to happen is that if you were afraid of some things or your confidence level had dropped, it begins to build up again. If fear was already coming in, it actually starts going out, giving way. Because all those points that used to look gray or gray areas or dark or dark, dark, dark stuff coming in or darkness trying to push its way in you, the moment you start telling yourself by that conscious act, whether you know it or not, you actually give way to it. And this is where we come to that place of believing in yourself, positive belief when it comes into trading. Okay? So uh, we are still talking about trading psychology, how to build a trading psychology. See, guys, believe in yourself. The best person to believe in when it comes to trading is you. It's not, it's not your mentor. Believe in your mentor. I don't say you should not believe in your mentor. But the best person to believe, right, is you. You know why? Trading itself is a loan game. In its entirety, trading is a loan game. Even if you are sitting in the room with other traders, it's a loan game. When they take the same entry that you took, okay, and play the same trade that you took, the same way you, you did the trade, two things will separate you. I mean, one thing will separate both of you, the trading psychology. So it's one person, he may jump out of the trade early, out of fear. So another person, he may take a loss. At that, I mean, that same trade, that same entry. To another person, it will be a win. Why? The trading psychology. So it's a loan game. So you must learn to first believe in yourself as a trader. You must learn to first believe in yourself. Um, I, I, most times when um, some of my students call me and say, oh, Kibzone, uh, can you just look at this chart for me? Can you tell me what, uh, in your, not sometimes they, they understand me, so they tell me, in your own, in your own, uh, this thing, what, what can you say this chart is doing? I know where they are going to. And what is it they are trying to do? Guys, at this point, I don't know anything about the trade. I don't, I don't even want to think about it. But the truth is this. When you develop a belief system, now I'm not saying that 
mentors are not supposed to check trades or mentors are not supposed to, no, it's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is this. If you look at a chart, believe in yourself that based on this, 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 this is what will play out, okay? One person I love too well that I've read his book over and over is um, Jesse Livermore. I love that guy um, as a trader. I love the guy. The reason I love, love him so much is because he believed in himself so much that it is difficult to push him out of a trade because of a belief system or because of an input you're trying to make. That is how firm he is. It can be wrong, it can be right. But what happens is that he got to the point where he, did, he, he, he actually didn't believe in taking tips. In those days, in the bucket house, they'll come and tell you that this is the new, this is what is happening, and do it like this now, and you win the trade. What he was rather doing was to follow the market, what the market is saying, how the market is moving, what the market is dishing out. And in so doing, he won series of trades to the point at a certain um, particular time, the government had to close his positions because it was a big um, hold on the state, okay? Because he was shutting a particular market that was actually crippling every other thing. Now, why did I bring him up? Maybe, maybe for some of you guys can go read about him or read some, some of his books. But the thing is this, when you believe in yourself, now, I'm not talking about being cocky now, okay? Because sometimes when you talk about believing in yourself, some folks take it as that and they are cocky because of that. They don't want to listen to anybody. They think they know it or no, it's not that. Um, in trading, you don't know anything. That's the first rule or one of the rules. <laughs> you don't know anything, okay? Even what you think you know, you don't know, okay? Even what you think you know and how you have known it and how what you, you thought you know had helped you to win trades, you still do not know anything, okay? That's one rule you must learn as a trader because when you have it in you, you can always um, forgive yourself when you're wrong and you can always learn for, from folks, even from new beginners, okay? So like I was saying um, in the rules, believing in yourself, positive belief, as it were, like some folks will call it, positive belief. When you believe in yourself, you can check the, the charts and when you put in your, you execute your order, you can just go and sleep and tell yourself the trade will come in here and bounce back and give me the profit. And then when it does and gives you that profit, you are happy. And when it takes you out, don't beat yourself. Still understand that, rather, most times what I tell myself is there was a manipulation that took place here. Okay? There was a manipulation that took place here. If that manipulation was not there, this would have happened like this, like this, like that. In so doing, I actually just closed the gap that would have reduced my confidence level of believing that I can do this thing, okay? So your positive belief is very good. And then um, let me use this point to wrap up because the truth about trading psychology is that uh, we can't learn all of it in one day, believe me. All of these things I'm just saying, I may be ranting at some point, but we can't learn everything in one day, okay? So. One thing also I want to say is this, is learn to pay yourself, okay? It's one um, this thing that most times people don't understand. Uh, well, some people that, under, <laughs> that understood part of it actually took it to be, um, if I make some few dollars, I should go and ball, right? Uh, right, like the way they used to say it. 
I should go out and borrow it from friends. No, that's not what it means. Learn to pay yourself. So um, if you want to be a full-time trader, take it and run it like a business. Run it as actually as a business because that's what it actually is. Trading itself is a business, okay? So trade as though you're a businessman. And what does a businessman do? When a businessman makes profit, he pays himself. He pulls out money for himself. He saves money. He does some things. Run trading that way. When you make good profits, even though it's small, when you make profits, pay yourself. 